This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you are listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a weekly audio... <laughs> it's impossible to do it. Hello, you are listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a weekly audio show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom. I'll be here each and every Monday with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour of football conversation. So... Make your Monday a blue mug. I mugged myself off there, Dave. You did a little bit. Was that your version of like a medieval charm? Well, the the thing is, we're we're on Skype again, listeners. So in my ears, I can hear the theme music. All Dave can hear is As you is me. So yeah, the curtain is pulled back. Um, and, sorry, Ben. Just just quickly, just very quickly. Just, I'm glad you pointed out we're on Skype. Just so the listeners know, when it comes to the CV game, it's really hard on Skype. Oh, it's, it's, it makes it, I think, 43% harder, doesn't it? I think at least 47. <laughs> okay. Dave, ITFC hero Tony Mowbray has resigned as manager of Coventry after 10 winless matches. Speaking after Wednesday's game, he said, I won't be a burden for this club. I won't hang around for too long if we don't win matches. I won't expect to be paid if I decide to leave. They can uh, reinvest the money currently. Um, I currently earn as a football manager. Hang on. I know this club needs every penny. I'm an honourable guy and I will make some decisions. Talk to some people above me. I have worked with Mark Venus for 20 years. So me and him will sit down and figure out what's right. Um, Dave, what can we expect from from Mowbray next? And um, you know know my hankering to see him back, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, that could be very um, opportune. What was your your reaction to to that news, Dave? Oh, it's, 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 it's always sad. I mean, I think Mowbray is such a gent. I, mean, I read his book and not just what he went through with his with his first wife. And the guy's got class and he always has a classy player, classy centre-half and just an all-round class bloke, isn't he? Can they not get him in the building or does he only go places as, as manager and in charge? What, get him in the building now? Just give him a job, any job. <laughs> Make him a coach. Do you know what I mean? Get well, him if he, in there. If he, ben, if he hangs around for another... Fortnight, 
Who knows? <laughs> oh, right, there we go. Dave's, oh, is that, Dave's that laying pre- his cards on the table here. Was that um, a preemptive, preemptive strike there? Yeah. Um, Mowbray's departure means um, another Wembley 2000 hero has relocated. Jamie Clapham yes. has gone, gone to work for, for Barnsley after their coach, Tommy <laughs> Wright, was filmed by the Daily Telegraph. Um, I've got to be careful with this, haven't I? Yeah. Accepting, I can say £5,000. I'm not allowed to no, say the word that rhymes with dung um, from an agent in inverted commas wanting to sign up Barnsley players. This is the same um, press sting, Dave, that's got England, former England manager Sam Allardyce and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank under investigation. Um, And and, and also, not surprisingly, is it the same also with Massimo Cellino as well? Well, do you know the funniest thing about this, Dave? Apparently the person who behaved most professionally with most decorum no, no, it's was Massimo Cellino. <laughs> um, how do you how do you feel about this um, this type of journalism, and how do you feel about the way that these dudes have behaved? Um, it sells papers, Ben, doesn't it? Although it was a quality paper, it was the Daily Telegraph, wasn't it? Um, I don't mean in in respect of it selling papers. What would you think of the ethics of subterfuge? Ben, it's the press; it goes on. Doesn't it? It just, it, 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 yeah, ethics. It's, it's it certainly is subterfuge, but it's it's greed on the part. I mean, if if the figures are true, what you read about Sam Allardyce, I mean, okay, one, extremely naive, and two, very greedy. Yeah, I I think, I think it's a it's different Sam for four hundred thousand pounds than Tommy than, than Tommy Wright for. Reportedly, five. I suppose the four hundred thousand pounds to Big all, Sam was to do a relative yeah. after dinner speech, whereas yeah. the um, the thing for Tommy Wright was actually a well, we can't say the can't say the the B word, can we? Yeah, um, but it but, was a more meaningful, probably. Yeah, so um, I I don't know. I feel I I feel a little bit sorry for some of these guys, but I think what you have to accept is when you're. I know Tommy Wright's not famous, but particularly with Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank and Sam Allardyce, when you're a rich, famous person, you get certain privilege that means you can't do certain things, right? Dead right. You just, you just have to be on your guard, don't you? You really do. And I think, was it not, was he not talking about an agent? Was it Scott McGarvey, I think? He's played for Man U, Portsmouth, I think, back in the day, back in the 80s, I'm pretty sure he did. Um, who, who apparently Sam had known for something like 30 years or something. It's a... I don't know, Ben. Yeah. It, it just it just leaves a sorry taste. But hey, he can go out with with partly with his head held high. He's got a hundred percent record as England manager. Oh, behave, Dave, behave. <laughs> um, it's, it's it was sad. Um, was probably sad. Gareth Southgate's taken over for four <laughs> games, and he's reappointed Rooney as captain, hasn't he? Already. Honestly, Dave, I don't care. No. <laughs> I could. I just. Ben, I, we care about the championship. That's yeah, I love. I love my Ipswich Town. I just. Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> what? What is there to make me invest in England? Anyway, something that is brilliant but sad at the same time. Dave Ooh. Nigel Pearson has been suspended by Derby after a huge row. This. This is just amazing. Caused by <laughs> owner Mel Morris flying a drone over Derby's training area. <laughs> to keep an eye on the ostrich-loving boss. Um, Martin Dye on Twitter tip, tipped us off this. Um, Pearson has been suspended by Derby now. I'm sure he's a great bloke, though, Martin says. Um, what on earth is going on? I don't know. There's a club that is just... Talk about shooting itself in the foot. Lord only knows. So, 
Well, he was, I mean, I guess he looks at it as the coach, the manager's coaching training sessions are, are sort of um, sacrosanct. And, um, you know, when he found out that the chairman or the owner was spying <laughs> by drone, it just tipped him over the edge, really. That's funny. It's Dave, funny, isn't Dave, it? Dave, you own the club. Just go and watch. Stick a camera up or something. Yeah, just put, put, on a disc- put on a false moustache. You could do <laughs> and what a raincoat you like. And do you know what I mean? Fly a blooming drone over. But um, Pearson has been suspended, that's... but not fired. So is there? I mean, I think if, just for my entertainment, the best end to this story. He comes back. He has to come back. Well, I don't know. Um, Chris Powell's taken over, hasn't he? And, and certainly yesterday... Got um, some points, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, it was four points. Yesterday, he was still... Well, I read this when I did the you know, the, um, the championship review, you know, roundup, the review. He's still only in temporary charge. So, no, he's still under suspension. I don't know for how long. Did you see how long he's out for? Is it like a month or something? I didn't notice. T- however long is two... Do you reckon he squared up to him? Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's, he's certainly... He's no ostrich, is he? <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, Richard Keyes, inventor of football in 92 and king of banter, aged 56, is divorcing his wife of 34 years after an alleged affair with Lucy Rose, a 27-year-old lawyer out in Doha and a friend of his daughter. Oh, no. It was only, ban- <laughs> it was only banter. Have you got it? You haven't got it, have you? Well, we're... we're oh, you can't, can we? We're on we Skype. So... Yeah. Dear, dear, dear. Gets, wor- gets worse, gets worse, doesn't it, for him? Yeah, um, to quote Richard Keyes, um, he, I bet he smashed it. He definitely smashed it. Go <laughs> there. Oh, dear. Sorry, we, we're veering into sexism terms. I just no, terrible, terrible, terrible. You can see what I've tried to do, Dave. I've tried to string the news at the start out as long as, as I possibly can um, to, to avoid... Stop us all, is it to stop us both getting hot under the collar? Um, well, it's to avoid going to Ipswich v Brighton on Tuesday <laughs> night, Dave, where we're going to go... Right now, so um, just, just just quickly, should we say? I think we ought to say happy birthday to a one of our regulars. It's Paul Sparrow's birthday, isn't it? Is it? I I um or I, think I hope I've got that right, Paul. <laughs> I think you can say there or thereabouts. I don't I know think, if it's, I yeah. think it's there or thereabouts, Paul. If I'm if I'm not right, it's apologies. in in and around your birthday. <laughs> yeah, to, to be um, fair, by and all also, accounts, and one of one of Jordan's mates, Wes. Was inquiring about our, our listening figures. Oh, What's that about? Yeah. How much money you got in your bank account, Wes? Go <laughs> on. T- tell us on Twitter. Go on. <laughs> we'll broadcast it. No, look, thank you for listening, obviously. And playing for And, and just one more, one more that's made me laugh um, was um, Ian Davis, Lofted on Drive. Great, great, uh, great Twitter, Twitter name that. But what, um, does, what does that mean? A lofted on Drive is a cricket shot, mate. It's a cricket in, into the onside. So he, he, he lofts it over the infield. You, explain you, to me. Explain to me how that's a good Twitter name. Well, it just is. It's a, well, it's, it's, well, it's a name. It's a name I recognise. You I think nerd. Quite, I think it's quite good. You're nerding out over cricket, David. But, well, this cricket is is probably after yesterday my favourite game. <laughs> um, You've never what, played Super Mario Galaxy, have you? It's way better. What's um, what he said was when um, I think McCarthy came out in the East England Daily Times and said that. Um, he thought Jonathan Douglas would be good for a few goals and so from midfield and could solve our goal-scoring problems. Ian Davis lofted on drive, suggested um, rather than um, Jonathan Douglas, Jack Douglas might be better. Man, do you know who Jack Douglas is? I don't know. <laughs> for younger listeners, he was a cat and Ben. He was a carry-on star who had a twitch. 
Carry-on films, you know, is that losing you as well? I I remember. Don't the carry-on films just have lots of boobs in? Uh, yeah, a lot of in, a lot of innuendo, a bit like Benny Hill. Yeah, a lot right. Of yeah, yeah. And Barbara Windsor. Yeah, Barbara Windsor, Sid James. Right, <laughs> I see. Um, okay, so Doug Dougie is not going to solve our girl drought, and I dare it's say probably, that it was a slow not. news day that day, and the headline has stitched Mick up a little bit, hasn't it? But yep. There we go. Stuff gets taken out of context. Dave, we're going to Brighton. We're going to do it. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, so the team was pretty similar to the one that finished the Leeds game, taking into account the injuries to Pittman and Webster. So, Dave, we had Barton goal. We had Emmanuel Chambers, Berard Knudsen, yeah. um, Douglas Skews, um, presumably standing five yards in front of the back four. Drew Ward and Lawrence playing somewhere that you'll have to tell me. And best up front. Any advance on the team shape, Dave? Um, No, not really. You had it pretty much right. Brew came into the midfield three. Lawrence on the left. Grant Ward on the right. With, I guess, Brew playing a more advanced role behind um, Leon Best. Lovely stuff. Okay. Um, We'll we'll do the spoiler straight away. This is a nil-nil draw, so we're going to go through the action. There are no goals for us to talk about. So, um, Dave, the ball breaks to Murray. He attempts the dipping volley a la Marcus Stewart versus yeah, Bolton yeah. over the bar. Um, Great effort. Skews, nice ball through to Lawrence into Best. He gets out to um, Emmanuel. He appears in the corner of the box. Takes a little bit too long, and then by the time he shoots, there's three blue shirts so then to be, offside. To be- to be fair to Mick, doesn't Douglas then spin and put it in, doesn't he? Oh, there's three of them offside, though, isn't it? So <laughs> the, the yeah. ball is dead when it reaches Douglas. Maybe that's what Mick, maybe that's what Mick saw and thought. Right, that's good for that's good for my interview for Friday morning. Um, nice, f- fair bit of composure from Emmanuel, who we're very hey, well. much behind. Um, uh, Dave Brew picks up the knockdown over to Skews. He plays a lovely ball actually into Nudson. Terrible shot from Nudson over the bar. Um, and yeah. then, uh, nice build-up by Ipswich for this one. Lawrence, the cross, headed away. Um, picked up by Skews. He drives at goal, but the, the, the guy... Uh, I know you think I'm down, and the guy just can't shoot, can he? He's got no... Uh, it wasn't that wasn't that bad a effort, that. I mean, it's straight down, to mate. the keeper. There's yeah, no, he did. No, he's a good, no he's commitment. Too scared power to there, miss. But, yeah, you'd think yeah, a, a midfielder with an eye for goal would have perhaps hit it across the keeper. But I, I think yeah, that I agree. That I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nudson, nice breakaway, decent effort this Dave into the side netting, good power and commitment to the shot. Yes. Yeah. The the uh, the upshot of that just before that, um, Stevens was which we'll get to late work, which was had a, well didn't have an effect, but anyway, yeah, Stevens was booked in the lead up to that. that yes. And this is the um, school of football highlights editing, where if you show somebody getting booked, you know they're getting sent off. If you show a substitute coming on, you know they're going to score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Stevens gets the booking for a descent, yes? Yeah. He, was, he looked like, I think he had a case. He was caught. He looked like he was caught late. Um, is he still in a grump over not being sold to Burnley, Dave? I don't know. He, he he had a good game. I thought he's, he's, you he's like good, him, don't you? Yeah, he's a good player. He's, he's a he's a he's big, you know. He's a unit. But he can play. Yeah, I like Stephen. And he, he, I, I thought he did doubly well the other night because obviously his mate in midfield KL, which I suppose was good for us, was out. Oh, it's a shame because you would have liked to have seen him. No, play, he, he's, he's a good player. But I saw um, a better. 
I saw a better one yesterday, which we'll get to. Oh, okay. Um, second half, Dave. Um, Knockout gets on the ball in the area. Knudsen holds him off pretty well, and um, he kind of shoots it right-footed straight at Bart. I've got to say, Ben, I thought Knudsen played Knockout really well the other night. Really well. Good yeah. to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, no, he did. I know, I know they gave man of the match to Emmanuel, but I don't think Knudsen, just for his control of Knockout, was far behind the other night. Um, nice counter-attack from Brighton. It's knockout again, this time with the left foot. Um, he hits it early over. Dave, which which foot does knockout play with, or is he both? He's predominantly left-footed. Oh, OK. Um, He's one of the players left-footed, played on the, um, played on the right, yeah. Oh, like um, Lawrence, yeah? Or, well, other way round. Other Lawrence. way round. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bruno with a nice deep cross. Buck comes and misses it. He, and that confuses Emmanuel, and he pretty pacey header behind. You've seen them go in, haven't you? Yeah, you have. And obviously, you know where we sit. I thought, what's he, what's he done there? But, I, no. I think that would have been very unlucky. Um, but Bart was really close to it. And then Emmanuel just had no time to react then. Um, and then. And then I've got horror of horrors. Duffy shot just over. Yeah, I so the corner goes in. Douglas with a bit of a poor header on that one, didn't he? I, would, I wouldn't have lived that down, would I? Um, yeah, and Duffy, it doesn't... One of those ones, Dave, where it bounces up. And you just want it to come down, and he swipes. Yeah, a lot of power, not a bad effort. Yeah, he, he perhaps didn't have the time to um, the time to let that drop. You know, he had to get shot away. But yeah, not a bad effort. And um, I was doubly relieved to see that disappear into the green kick stand. Um, Brew sears off the second ball, and they feed Emmanuel. Lovely floated across this, and Duffy the other end blocks out um, Douglas nicely. Good work by Emmanuel. I know I'm being really pro. Emmanuel here and picking out everything he does good, but I'm kind of excited by him. Um, <laughs> long ball in falls to Murphy on the corner of the, the left hand box day for Brighton, and they're like a bouncy, bobbly shot. That yeah, I, but I think again from my angle, again from my angle, it looked probably closer than it was. But Bart, yeah, didn't didn't really have to uh, make a save there; it just went wide. Um, Master of all events, David Stockdale registers a shot on goal with one of the worst free kicks you'll ever see ever that just goes straight through to the keeper. This is what we're dealing with, guys, in this nil-nil draw. If you think this podcast is boring, I'm sorry. Um, long throw in from Bruno, headed away, and Stevens, the guy you'd want it to fall to, on the volley with the left foot, pretty pants there. And then the kind of main moment of the game, really, Dave, um, Stevens slides in on Douglas. Pretty crappy red card, that. It's kind of half a tackle and um, and some Malvin off, yeah? Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, he was silly picking up the... It's one of those. He was silly picking up the yellow for the first for the first one. But it was it was only, I think, at that stage. It was at like the 80th minute, I think, he got sent off. So you'd think, oh, OK, here we go. Um, yeah, red card comes on 82. Did Ipswich push for the winner? No. Not particularly. <laughs> okay. Unless I've missed something, have you got any more? I've got nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> um, Dave, how did Emmanuel play? Yeah, he played well. He did play well. Yeah, composed. He's strong, Ben. He's a real athlete. Um, I mean, he said, you know, he looks like he could play centre-half a bit. I mean, let me try to think the other. Yeah, Michael, not so much now. Michael Richards, he's, he's that build, you know. So you'd think... How's this for an idea, Dave? Why don't we play him centre half and we could put Chambers at right back? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think he um, he did himself the world of good. I thought I thought he had a really really good game. Looked composed, strong, quick. Um, yeah, everything everything you'd, you'd hope from a young right back. Really, 
I thought on the night, and someone out there no doubt will shoot me down, it was very good. I thought Nudson perhaps had his best game I've seen him have for ages. Um, like I said, up against Notcart, who I think is one of the best players in that division, um, just for sheer ability and running at, running at full-backs and coming inside and out, you know. Um, I thought he played him very, very well. And Barrow had a good game also on... Um, How did um, on Chambers get on then at centre-half? Because that's his first, he did okay. I mean, Bennett first did full well. game at well, centre-half, well, did you see the it? stats? See the stats? Brian didn't have a shot on target. They one shot on target. Bart did not have a shot to save the other night. Um, how, how, were, how were Brighton? Um, not okay. <laughs> I mean, I say that about every side, pretty much, that comes down here. I mean, you know, Norwich are on a big roll now. Norwich were all right. And Brighton were as well. Yeah, you can see they've got do, do players. We, do we bring them down to our level? <laughs> I think we suck the life out of teams, if we're perfectly honest. <laughs> that I does happen, do. though, doesn't it? But which is okay if you could nick a goal at, at the other end. Yeah. Um, a big KL, I think, was a big miss for them. Well, certainly going on how, what I saw of him last season, he was absolutely outstanding that game. Um, I think both games. Uh, so he was a big miss for them. But um, no, yeah, I mean, we seem to do that well. Teams can have a lot of the ball against us, a lot of possession in front of us, which is fine. If, you know, and they didn't really get, I don't, can't remember them at all. Well, I said, both our fullbacks, I thought, were our best players. So they certainly didn't get round us at all. Well, uh, especially since pretty much the Norwich game where it's been a three-man centre midfield. And you'd, I've said it before, you get two centre-halves and then three midfielders all yeah. squidging everything together and making it kind of horrible, and and, 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 it, and it does, it squeezes the life out of the teams, but unfortunately it also sometimes squeezes the life out of the, the match itself. Yeah, I can see that. Um, is this a good draw against a top team? Uh, yeah, they'll be they'll be up there again, I think. I really do. Yeah, like that Murray, who I thought Berra played very well. Um, uh, he, I think he's good for twenty goals if he keeps if he keeps it up. He's good for twenty goals this season. I always uh, say with these results, Dave, it's all about context. It's it's all well and good taking a point off of um, off of Brighton. It depends then what you do in the in the other games, doesn't it? Where yeah, knowing if, if you you're know, winning I against guess lesser teams, got, we didn't want to lose that. Knowing knowing the game that we had yesterday, we certainly didn't want to lose it. And I suppose from that point of view, we achieved that. I mean, one thing that did stand out it was. Okay, midweek game, but 15,228, lowest for a championship game at Portman Road since December 2013. That doesn't bode well, does it? And dare I winter say is that, coming. Dare I say. Next home match against Burton Albion could kick that one into touch, I think. Oh, you think? I think it might do, Ben. Unless, hey, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get <laughs> what? To what? New manager back now. No, 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 I don't mean that, no, no. no. Yeah, we might go and thump Blackburn 4-0 away or something. And that'll draw a crowd, won't it? Yeah. That'll draw um, a few more. Let's do the midweek roundup. We'll go fairly quickly, Dave. Um, Huddersfield got... went back to the top, winning 2-1 at home to Rotherham. Dave, would you like to talk about the ridiculous game between Newcastle and Norwich? Mental. Mental. What, what I mean, happened? I've, I've, just put, I've, put, I've put Ipswich-like injury time, Ipswich-town-like injury time capitulation. I've put. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's incredible because they were well. They were three-one up. Then um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying three-one up. Then, then I knew it was three-two, and it was. And I saw it, and um, I think my, my lads were following it a bit, a bit on Sky. I think it was a champ, um, Champs League game. I forget what game it was on. But anyway, they followed. It could have been the um, maybe the Man City game. Or was that probably Tuesday? Leicester, wasn't it? No, I think it was. I think it was the Man City Celtic game. It was a hell of a oh, game. Oh, was the next night? Celtic, it, man, yeah. it was. 
and they were sort of following the Norwich game a bit and literally the, so the Man City game had finished and I doing something I said I wasn't Norwich scoring so they're winning 3-2 and it's like <laughs> called a 10 <laughs> sort of thing you know <laughs> I thought I was flipping there and then suddenly um, said oh um, Norwich lost I said what do you mean they lost I said oh, I think I conceded in the 95th and 96th um, hat trick for um, hat trick for, for Dwight Gale yeah I like Dwight Gale he's, he's going to get a whole load of goals um, Dave any of these you want to pick out there's wins for Sheffield Wednesday Brentford Bristol Derby and Wigan maybe you want to pick up on the Derby one because that would have been Powell's um, debut game, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it. Um, I think it was the uh, yeah, and a good, yeah, and a good. Obviously, a very very important win there. I did pick up on the um, Sheffield Wednesday one at one at Blackburn. I mean, that's the sort of game. You know, midweek. Okay, they're just reasonably local derby, I suppose, Lancashire, Yorkshire. But you know, they went over there midweek to Blackburn, and and here's a player at that level, Stephen Fletcher, scored the winner with fourth. He's fourth for the season. Player. Tell you what, another result that stood out. Brentford for well, now you, you'll laugh at this. Brentford for Reading one, and good old Yap Stan. Reading had sixty three percent possession. Yeah, <laughs> you got to score more goals than the other team. Though, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. But, did Hogan um, score for Brentford? He certainly did. He's oh. seventh for the season. And um, what are you going to do, brother? And also the second of the season for vibe. you've got that vibe. Oh, unbelievable scenes. Um, unbelievable. And then there were five draws. So if it was the old. Um, football pools coupon days. Um, there'd have been a few claims for that one, wouldn't there? There certainly, uh, yeah, there certainly would. The, um, I mean, I mean, another result that stood out a little bit was oh dear, Villa conceded a 90th minute equaliser at Barnsley. Well, this keeps happening though, Dave, doesn't it? Where we we go against the team, you know, like Derby or Villa, who we think's better than us. And yeah. uh, they don't win the next week. And we're no, like, no, maybe we should have beaten them after all. And a first first goal in Forest shirt for Lord Nicholas Bentner. Oh, he didn't, did he? Yes, he did. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. How's, he, he, how's he getting on with that Ballon d'Or he was going to win? <laughs> not so good. <laughs> not so good. <laughs> not so good, I don't think. I saw him, I saw him <laughs> a glaring miss yesterday on the highlight. Equaliser for Fulham again. One of my favourite players in the division is um, Tom Kearney. Is it true, this may be bollocks, someone take me out, <laughs> did Nicholas Bentner have 54 at one of his clubs, probably at Arsenal, because that was his weekly a weekly wage in number of thousands of pounds? I'd love to, please tell me that's true. I, I don't know where I heard that. Oh, I, I hope it is. Um, I hope that's true. Yeah, dear old He's, um, <laughs> yeah, he's certainly a character, Bentner, isn't he? Yeah, he's just an idiot, isn't he? But to be fair, <laughs> he's played for Arsenal and Juventus, and I've played five-a-side at Chantry. So yeah, that's it's all relative, Ben. It's all relative. Good luck to him. Um, could he could he cut it in the sweaty gym at Chantry <laughs> on a doubtful. on a hot doubtful. Wednesday night? Doubtful. Yeah, doubtful. Ask Richard Keys. Or his alleged new girlfriend, Lucy, whatever her name Rose, is. Rose, Lucy Rose. Oh, yeah. well done. Good. You, you, do you actually listen to me, Dave? This is good. I do, Ben. I hang on your... Bloody hell, I hang on your every word, mate. <laughs> I hang on every word oh, no. you say. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Tina Turner. Actually, you got, some, um, you got some, um, some likes and thumbs up for your Elton John, uh, Elton John impersonation last week. Did I? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, maybe we'll, we'll pull that out again. Let us know if you've got a ticket for Elton John at Portman Road next... Um, Yes. Next, next um, where's it like next July or something? June, July, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Dave, what we're gonna do because I can feel I'm, I'm not gonna want to disturb your flow after the Huddersfield game. 
We'll go, we're going to do the Fangio stuff now. Yeah. Can I take, can I, I'm just, okay, you go. I'm just going to take a slug of my, uh, a slug of my water. A I'm slug? Going to need it. A slug of it. Go oh, on. Okay. While Dave has a slug um, of his water, it's my duty as a presenter of the Blue Monday podcast to tell you all about our sponsors, FanDuel, the wonderful app that you can download on your um, on your mobile telephone or your iPad on the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store. Uh, this is hello. Go on, yell there. Go on. What are you doing? <laughs> You're just singing. What did you sing? Simply the best. No, I just sang, I just sang a little FanDuel jingle. Do it again. Fan jewel. <laughs> Is that Bowie? Fan jewel. Fan jewel. Oh, very nice. Um, Steven Tyler. <laughs> Fan jewel. <laughs> no, James Hetfield. Fan jewel. James Hetfield of Metallica. He goes oh, yeah, yeah. at the end of. You, um, love, you know, Fan jewel. Listen to these reads. Maybe I'll give him the the time code from right like right now. Go on. Okay. So go and download the Fan jewel app. This is one day um, fantasy football um or well there's there's lots of different games you can play um like across the weekend but the idea is that there's no season-long commitment you're not locked in and this is for real cash real money you can play for one day you can clean up and you can win um the top prizes so far this season i think the top one dave has been seven and a half grand is it yeah, well, Christ, that's, that was the big... Is that the big head-to-head that, one? That was the big one this past week. The, I think the main game normally on FanDuel is there's a, there's normally a weekend special. And that's the weekend special, and the, the, one the, I always do is, the one I always do is, like, I think it's, I think this week was six and a half grand, fans five are in, fans' favourite. Oh, great stuff. And yeah. there's, there's plenty of games. There's certain games where you invest a bit more money and you have a higher chance of winning, like the top the top half or win. Anyway, you want to know what you're going to be playing. What you're playing is one day fantasy football. So you go in um, like your normal fantasy football. You pick your team, any um, formation within reason. Um, you can't have like eight forwards. Um, you have £100 million to spend to pick your team. Um, the FanDuel app is incredibly helpful and gives you all the form, all the stats, injury news, all sorts of stuff. Um yep for all of your um, players. And as I always say, one of my favourite um, facilities in it is it counts down your your money as you're, um, as you're building your team up. Yeah. Um, you can, once you've selected your team, obviously it needs to match up to the game you're playing. So if you're playing, if you select to play just on the Saturday, you can only pick players from the Saturday. Um, and I think the best thing about the scoring, Dave, is it's done on the Carlin Opta opta stats so it's um good players who wouldn't necessarily in years gone by have got many fantasy league points actually get them um so once you've done all of this if you want a little bit of assistance when you go to deposit your money for your team for whatever game that you play you need to type in the promo code blue monday the name of this podcast blue monday type in the promo code blue monday um, as you're putting your money in. And what FanDuel will do is they will refund any losing games from your first week up to an amount of £10. So if you play the first week and you put fiver in like Dave often does and you lose, you're going to get that back to have another game next week. It's a second chance. If you win, well, your quid's in. You've got no problem anyway. They won't help you. You don't need the help, frankly, if you win. So it just gives you a little chance to, to have another go. Dave, did you have a play this week? 
did have a play this week, Ben. I did have a go this week. Um, <clears throat> just outside of the money. Um, <laughs> just oh, no, unbelievable. Um, yeah, he, I said he'd done. It's, it's like Ibrahimovic didn't score, but he, he, had, he got me 28 points. My top scorer this, this week was um, Diego Costa, 51. I think he had a really good all-round game yesterday. Scored. Who, who, scored are the, who are the kind of top men so far through the season? Is it Aguero, De Bruyne, Costa? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, I, had, I I saw the highlights of the Sunderland game. I had Jermaine Defoe, who missed like two or three guilt-edge chances for him, which was a bit disappointing. Um, Stanislas I had from Bournemouth, he's a good shout. Um, hit the bloody underside of the bar, like literally at Watford, last minute free kick or getting near the end of the game. So that got me a few more points. It was a case of what ifs this week. I did quite well. I think I was like, if you know, top 300 on fans' favourite, just about takes some money and I was... I was five hundred and something, so I was I was up there. That up can there. only be it's the sort of game where there's so many players, you get a few more points and you It was get... fantastic. I was I was following the well not following, I was watching the Spurs and um had the fan duel open for the Spurs Man City game. I had that Son Hyung Min, who again he did pretty well. Got, oh, he's got been got doing his, really well, hasn't he? Yeah, he didn't score this week, got an assist. But um uh, Van Dyke, who I had for Southampton at Leicester, they got a really good Southampton haven't conceded like five Six games or something. There you go. That's Dave's tip of the week. Southampton goalkeeper, get him in. No, well, not necessarily defender. I had Virgil Van Dyke, and while I was watching it, he was obviously throwing himself in the way of shots. So you know, for interceptions, he kept going up. It's, it's great. You can watch it live in play. You know, watch your team. His, his, you know, his, uh, his points tally was gradually creeping up as as he was sort of, I guess, past completion and also um, making uh, making interceptions. So it's really good. It's great to follow. So. If you want to get away from being an Ipswich fan and actually have some involvement in some goals, get on the FanDuel app, type in the promo code Blue Monday, um, get your stake back up to £10 if you lose the first week, and please tweet us in with um, with your success stories if you can. Obviously, I've won £80, but that pales into significance into insignificance even, if you'll excuse me, mixing my cliches, um, pales into insignificance compared to Dave's son, Jordan, who won £500 on the weekend. That was the five grand special, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. He must have been super close to making Tommy Wright amounts of money there, Dave. (laughs) I think it was a grand that, no, it was was a grand that weekend. Yeah, I think it went 500, 750 a grand. He was about... Something like eleven points short, or something like that. But he had Mar. I see. He had Rian Mares and Leicester just have, were having these stonewall penalties turned down by the ref, much to his disappointment. But hey, it was soft. The blow was softened when he finished third. Absolutely. And um, the feedback we've got from FanDuel is that you lot love a gamble. We've had loads of sign-ups <laughs> from this, so hence why we keep doing the promotion. So thank you everybody for signing no, up using absolutely. the promo code Blue Monday, Dave. What did I type in? Blue Monday, Ben. Blue Monday. Not Blue Monday, Ben. Sorry, Blue Monday. I'm waiting hello? for you to say something. Hey, Blue Monday, hello. I was just waiting for you to say something. <laughs> to stitch up. Dave, it was two home games in a week for Ipswich Town. Shall we go to Ipswich Town versus Huddersfield on yeah. Saturday? Now, comically, going into this game, um, the previous three results, so nil-nil at home to Villa. One nil uh, defeat away to Leeds, nil yeah. nil at home to Brighton. So yeah. three games without scoring. We'll come on to some more damning stats after this. Um, the team was unchanged, Dave. So I'll run it again just so we know where we are. But Emmanuel Nudson 
Berra, Chambers, the back four. Douglas Skews, Brew, you telling me tight midfield. Lawrence with the right foot on the left-hand side. Ward on the right-hand side with best up front. Am I right, Dave? You're right, Ben. Um, what do you make of this free kick that Lawrence took at the beginning of the game? Good effort. He, he, he takes him Ronaldo style, doesn't he? So he has like, a straight run-up to the ball, very sort of measured. And, and then opens to... his opens his foot out, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, tries to get the sort of dip and swerve. So like a bit like Ronaldo, he, he sort of hits the top of the ball. So it's an odd one. It's these, these new, I guess, these new... Footballs, you know how they how they fly. Oh, they're ridiculous. Effort. Again, speed up after you hit them, they just yeah, defy it, physics, don't they? Again, from where I sit side on, I thought that was in. It was a great, it was a good effort. Yeah, it looked a good effort. Um, I think, don't think I think the kid was really really struggling. I don't. He think was he, he was it. all in on saving that, wasn't he? Yeah, he was good effort. Um, but takes it, which I find bizarre. Still takes a disappointing corner mm, occasionally. Yeah. Um, Dave Moy carries it forward. He tries to play in Wells. Emmanuel makes what looks a good interception, but yeah. puts it right into yeah. the path of Kachunga. Yeah. Kachunga takes the right-footed shot inside of the post. Yeah. Um, and then Wells is following up. Good save by... Yeah, Bart. That was save. unlucky. That's the guy referred to earlier, that Aaron Moy, class player. Class yeah, you like player. him? On loan from Man City. He's an Australian. Apparently Man City. I didn't realise this. And someone out there will put us right. He's... Man City have got a feeder club, be it, I guess, Sydney, Melbourne, I don't know. And that's where this Aaron Moy comes from. And I thought he was a class act, good on the ball, strong. Dave, is he, a, is he a deep midfielder or further forward? A little bit further forward. Looked, I mean, he looked like he'd do anything. Looked like he played a holding role. He's big, but he can pick a pass. Very mobile. Yeah, good player. Good player yesterday, I thought. So when I'm whining about skews... That's the sort of player I think. Oh, that's the sort of player. He's, that's the sort of player. That's what he's, he's up against. Yeah, he's up, yeah, yeah. Um, was uh, was it a mistake by Emmanuel or was he unlucky? Don't say a bit of both. Yeah, um, bit of both, I think. <laughs> he, he, he sort of, well, no, he, he sort of got almost looked like he got caught between both things, really clearing it, and it was almost like a stumble. It was an odd one. He just he, he just couldn't almost get it out of his feet and just stabbed it forward. Good effort by Kachunga, wasn't it? Great effort. Yeah, he's unlucky. Um, yeah. Dave, best wins the free kick in the left wing area. A short one to Nudson, who blasts it over, as we have most games. Um, yeah. The yeah. hoof forward to best. Um, good flick on by best, Dave. Um, now, I think you may have been right about this when we spoke on the phone earlier. Oh. Um, so, best flicks it on. Ward... I mean, our discussion was... Well, let, let me explain what happens. So, Ward, he's in. He's 12 yards out and kind of in line with the left corner of the six-yard box. Um, you were saying you thought that was a good chance, and I, I think I'm coming round to, it, to your I think opinion. It was, I think it was a good chance, but the way he tried to take it was difficult. That was the most almost... difficult... Sh- th- yeah, he could have done got... three things, Dave. He could have put his foot through it, yeah, he could have pro- dro- driven at goal, or he could have yeah. tried that lob to the far post. Yeah, the lob to the far post is a hard skill. Would have been a great goal. You know, it's a hard skill, because the ball is... You know, the ball is like a bouncing ball. It's, it's a difficult it's a difficult skill. I mean, in my opinion, he, you know... He should have had a lash at it, you know, knowing his shooting prowess anyway. Yes, yeah. And you're right to say that his shooting obviously has been very good and he's a yeah. top scorer. So, um, but yeah, oh, that was that was the wrong choice. Good, could have good hit run, it harder Dave. Good run. So much finesse, probably. Good, good run, though, Dave, wasn't it? Nicely on Well, side. I mean, for once, I mean, this is this is the thing. For once, the flip from best, we had a midfield player that was actually, you know, putting it, you know, running in ahead of our, you know, target man, which. The times he did flick on Ben, or the times that he just didn't get a flick on and just ran through their centre halves, was 
Yeah, lamentable, really, yesterday. Not great. But, you know, for once, he got him in good flick, and yeah, shame. Um, right, we're into the second half now, and Van La Power, uh, Van La Power, Van La Para runs off Emmanuel. His cross goes well, all the way over to the back post. Um, Smith smashes the shot. And it goes just over. Bart's probably right, yeah, got that one covered. I'm going to say, Van, this is, this is quite a significant part of the game for me. At half-time, um, Wagner swapped, took off Dean Whitehead. Who's Dean Whitehead, a holding but, midfielder. Who's very much a holding midfield player. And Benny went for it. Van Le, Van Le Parra on. What was interesting, um, literally five minutes after Van Le Parra was on, you see Chambers making signals to the bench, almost like 4-4, four, four, you know, with his fingers, almost 4-4-2 four, four, or 4-3-3, four, three, three, whatever he was saying, which was acknowledged by Connor. It was a really odd one. It, was, it seemed that... What, the captain uh, saw it, but the manager didn't? Yes, really odd, really strange. Or well, the coach didn't. Yeah, quite, quite... Not obviously <laughs> noticed that Van der Parra was on white, well, wasn't, but yeah, quite a, quite an odd one. I don't quite, not quite sure what that, was, uh, what that was about. But again, it was a case of... It was a nil-nil, and it was a case of they took the initiative first, and we reacted to it again. Just a quick one in that vein, Dave. Um, there is a story that. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. says, playoff final... QPR um, down to 10 men Clint Hill tells Harry Redknapp to take him off and put um, oh god who's that winger um, who's good who used to play for QPR Phillips yeah and put Phillips on and then they go on and win the game and I think Phillips gets the breakaway for the goal and Clint Hill told Harry Redknapp to do it yeah I think that's right look out for for Clint Hill becoming a manager in a few (laughs) few years Um, 
Uh, where, where are we, Dave? Brew drives forward. This is good play, this um, good exchange of passes with Ward. He gets into the box. He tries to cross it for Douglas. It's, it's well intercepted. I, I think it's unlucky. Um, and there was three in the box breaking past Brew as yeah, well. Yeah, that was Dave. a good bit of play. Um, all too rare from Brew, I'm afraid. Right, here we go. Long free kick goes forward. It's going to go straight through, basically, out for a goal kick. Um, Chambers tries to flick it back to um, Bart, but he ends up. He seems to put more pace on it when he when he headers it, and it yeah. go, goes out for a corner. And to be fair, it may not totally. You can't really tell. He may not totally be Chambers' fault whether he got the call or whether he didn't. You know, um, yeah, it seemed perhaps there was to be. Fair team, I guess, a little bit of um, uncertainty between the pair of them, really. Yeah, um, it's a difficult one. I I make it Chambers' mistake, but what my my I have a strong opinion that if the ball goes dead, that that mistake is then done with. You then defend the next thing. Yeah, we switched off, I mean? and it looked like I mean Moy took the corner, and it looked like. Okay, well, hype this up, Dave, because it's the one goal we get to talk about this week. So, Dave. It's a goal. Let's go to the goal. <laughs> so anyway, after the Chambers Bart balls up, um, <laughs> Moy, Bart Moy takes a corner and Schindler, um, I'll say it's not Oscar Schindler, it's Colin Schindler, um, and just has a free header. And he looks like he outmuscles Douglas, but whoever it was, it's a really bad goal to concede. I mean, he's only about, I don't know, eight yards out, is he? And it's just, it's just too easy, Ben. Yeah, I've got some questions about this, Dave. So Kachunga comes short. I mean, this is obviously a ploy. To, yeah. So that pulls Emmanuel out. So the, yeah. the, the design of the corner is that someone stands on the near post, brings the defender out, and then the corner goes into the near post. Two things confuse me, Dave. Um, Douglas, Chambers, and Best are all there together around this this one guy. I, I would guess that Best's position, because he's a forward, is probably just in line. You know the guy who stands in line with the... Yeah with the near post. So I don't really know between Douglas and Chambers. Think, <laughs> we don't know who to blame there. It's a sort of saying you don't hear much these days, Ben. I think they were caught ball watching. What? Uh, when the when it went short? But, yeah, when the yeah. ball comes over, they're following the line of the ball and not the player. Well, it's a good thing the three of them have probably only played about 700 games between them in their career, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Dave, is this normal for Mick? There wasn't. He heads it to the back post. There wasn't anyone on the post. Did we not do that? Do you know what? I only you only really notice that when the when we can see. <laughs> yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah, which yeah, is very, so, um, in defense of the managers. Do we, do we must have someone on the front post. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it must have been one of those three that yeah. ended up getting sucked to the sucked. Yeah. To the, I mean, the ball yeah. doesn't go in on the near post. It goes in on the far post. No, but, it goes in on the far. Yeah, but it's still, a, it's a free uh, it's just a bad goal, a, and it's you know it's a bit like the Brighton game. Well, obviously we didn't concede against Brighton, but you had the feeling if Brighton had scored first, um, sorry, a sort of spoiler alert that we weren't going to get back in the game. Yeah. Um, and then Huddersfield go on top. Um, Kachunga gets in behind in the right wing area, plays it back to Scannell, Dave. Scannell takes too long and then an excellent um, tackle from Berra to block the shot. If he'd have gone a bit earlier with, you know, one touch and then and then hit, I think... Maybe that could have been two nil. Channel was pretty good again. He's he's quite quick. You like him, don't you? Um, I mean, what what we what we didn't mention just going back the first sort of um, sort of, say chorus of boost just before the goal after the Smith shot again. This this didn't go down well with the fans. He, 
like for like, he took off Brew for Bishop, who went to the right, and Sears went up front with uh, with Best. That did not go down well. Oh, what they wanted an extra attacking man on rather than a... well, I think so. I think they were um, so they were sort of fairly hopeful that Bishop perhaps would go on for perhaps Douglas maybe. Okay. Um... Sears with a nice give and go um, with Lawrence um, shoots from the edge of the box, but it's straight at Ward. Um, and that was, sorry, Ben, that was another significant part of the afternoon. Um, that was our first shot on target on 66 minutes. Ouch. And um, uh, the Bobby Robson stand came out with a chorus of, we've had a shot. <laughs> um Sears, work, I think Gallo's humour, that's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Sears working down the left wing. His cross is charged down. Falls to Knudsen, who puts a really good cross in. Um, Best goes up with the keeper, who kind of faffs at it a bit. It falls to Bishop. He can't really yeah. get much on it. And it's, around it. Nah. Yeah, it gets kind of blocked out. But uh, I, th- I thought could play from Knudsen. Um, yeah. Best with some good it's kind of bustling up front. Um, Douglas with a great surge through Dave um, he gets to the edge of the box Sears is kind of there back post he tries a difficult cross I th- he overcooks it I thought he was unlucky there Dave yeah he was yeah yeah um, and then I've just got Varney cutting from the left um, and just hit the ball well over didn't he um, yes this is in the seven minutes of um, Stockage time couple of long couple of long throws and a couple of corners. But yeah, the guy went off. The, that, I mean, that was for the guy. I mean, obviously, quite a few subs, but Schindler, who scored the goal, got a nasty cut head. So he um, he was uh, he was replaced not that long after the goal, 10 minutes after, probably. I'm going to read you some tweets, Dave. This is from <laughs> Beaconbauer. Um, oh, yeah. He's doing... Uh, this is a quote from Mick. He's doing his job to, this, to the best of his ability. Does not bode well if he has a lean spell, does it? Hashtag got to go now. Um, Tim Pashley says, being controversial, ITFC is a mid-table club with upper get-lucky ambitions that were masked by Murph's goals before. Um, Paul Sparrow, who never minces his words, full-time verdict, absolute garbage. If there were three hours of extra time, we would still not score. Um, And Ian at ITFC clan, um, loved it as ever predict one point from the next two games that was on september 26th so ian wins the um Ian wins it clairvoyant award um yeah. dave lots of boos at the end are were the fans right to yeah, boo then it wasn't great mate it really wasn't great very precious little football i mean i mean lawrence lawrence did well lawrence looks a he looks a he looks a player to me he can take a good balance quite quick um you know We'll take a take a player on. Um, Brewed into the last two games. Brew's done. Brew's done okay, but they can't get they can't fit Bishop in the team somehow. They gotta fit him in the team. I cannot understand it, and the people who I sit with around me cannot understand. You know, so so for instance, I think Douglas, at thirty-five or whatever he is, has played every minute of every game since I believe the second half at Brentford. Oh, once he um, was in, he was in, wasn't he? Yeah, once he was yeah. in, he was in. A bishop is now fully fit. And when he does, even yesterday, you know, playing on the playing on the right was coming inside, getting on the ball, didn't really create anything, but just looks a far more proactive, a far more busier player. You know, there's got to be a place in the team for him, Ben. There's got to be. Um, I mean, something else. <clears throat> sorry, something else I'd say. Um, I was also disappointed that you know, Dizel. Okay, 
using sparingly, but you know, Dizel was off the was was taken out of the bench yesterday. He wasn't even in the squad yesterday. You know, again, it was um, probably crying on just you know, if you've got him there, throw him on. You know, you can do you know, technically, technically very good, technically very good player. Um, you know, the crowd. I think that would give the crowd a lift to see to see that. That would give the crowd a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Um, so the million dollar question is what why can't this team score? It's because, no creativity. Because it's no the, creativity. The stats, well let me give you the stats before you answer, sorry. So it's no goals in four games and only two goals in six games, which yes. which means the most points you can get from those two you can only get one point a game if you if you win one nil with those two goals, can't you? So yeah. really, really, really poor. Sorry, go ahead with your answer, Dave. I'm, I'm, I forgot what the question was, Ben. I was listening Why to you. can't this team score? Yeah, no, just just no creativity at all. No creativity. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll have a passage of quite neat and tidy play across the midfield. Invariably, it will go back to the fullback. Invariably, it will go to, uh, at this moment in time, Barrett or Chambers, who will have to play the ball long to best. When best does get a flick, there's other than the once when Ward got beyond him. There's no midfielders really breaking on those flicks when he's up there, you know, when he's up there on his own. And, you know, no, no, I haven't got anything against, against best. Uh, I just felt he was sort of labouring a bit, labouring a bit yesterday, really. And Mick Mills, for me, Mick Mills hit the nail on the head. I listened to him on the, um, you know, on the phone in afterwards. And he said, Daryl Murphy, and I know you can't keep harping on about this, but clearly we didn't, when Murphy went, we didn't have, any replacement for him. All right, we had Best, who was who played, I think, at that point, one trial game, Addy, maybe two. And I think Varney perhaps had just about come, you know, it was just about came back. But hey, look, we we got rid of him last. We didn't want him at, you know, the end of last season. And why, and Mills went on to say, and I think it's quite valid, Ben, why did, you know, Mick not say to Murphy, OK, Daryl, you know, you've been great for us, you know, getting three million, but three million bit was a bit, but look, you know, you got to realise we're not letting you go. If we've not got anyone in by eleven o'clock this evening, we can't let you go. It's it's a valid point and it's a mistake, but, but, I, I, but it's, it's, it's irrelevant, isn't it? It's done. No, it is. Ben, it is irrelevant. Do you know but what I mean? How we're playing now, and and well, it isn't, it isn't, isn't. You know, at the point. But what I mean is, you can't do anything about that now, can you? I know you can't, but I'm just saying he he is. I think he is the sort. Of, he he was the sort of catalyst for it. If we're playing that, if we're playing that way, this way, he is the catalyst. He was the catalyst for us for playing that way. He was the target man. We saw. I bang on about it enough. You know, we saw how he dominated. You know, the Norwich centre halves. Um, if you're going to play that way, you know, we let the guy. We let the guy who could play that way go. I agree. I agree. Um, I, I must just address the issue of um, of team balance as well because I think um, Mick being a um, a kind of instinctively cautious manager is obviously very pleased with, you know, the, the, the defensive record re- record is good, but th- there's obviously a big issue if the team defends well and it can't score. And I was trying to think of a, a nice fun Ben analogy, and I'm going to go with the cup of tea analogy, Dave. Now, Mick, Mick, is, Mick is scared of his tea being too weak. So he started putting two tea bags in, yeah. But would they, would, who would the two tea bags be? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. So he started putting two tea bags in his tea to make sure it's not not too weak. But the problem yeah. is now he puts he puts the same amount of milk in, 
and it's it's not strong enough. Uh, or it's, it's, sorry, it's, it's it's too strong because he's put two tea bags in. So <laughs> somewhere along the line, you've got to yeah. get the balance between tea and milk, right? Haven't you? Yeah. What about how many sugars? Zero. No, no sugars at all. Sweetener. No, it's all about it's all about tea bags and milk. But no, I'm 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 using that to illustrate a point that there's no point having a good defensive shape if that completely sacrifices all your attacking. Um, and it, and it does it. It does it. Su- I've, I've used this two or three times tonight. It sucks the life out of it. I think exactly. I think. So there's no there's no create there's no real creator. And we man, we've said that for since we've been doing the pod, you know, there's no one in the team that can play that real, real killer, killer pass. Well, and but, Dave, Dave, sorry to cut you off, mate. There's there's two ways around this. One is, yeah, you keep the same team shape, but the attitude of the players is different. They try and keep the ball and ben, move forward. Or the other thing is, it only involves shifting one player into a different position. I, so, I agree. Uh, Do you know what? Some of the best football we played over the last couple of seasons was that Middlesbrough game when we beat the 2-0 at Christmas. Jordan reminded me about this earlier when I was doing the notes and stuff. When um, we played Borough and we just scored... An three, wasn't it? Fantastic goal. There was sort of interplay between, I think it was Chambers and Bishop. You know, brilliant, brilliant one-touch football. And I think Bishop got on the end. You know, Bishop got on the end. Oh, it swung over Boston. Tad. Tab was playing in midfield then, for goodness sake. Do you remember he had that sort of bullet bullet header and bullet in? Best bit of football I've seen down there, probably best goal, best team, well-constructed goal I've seen down there for probably two or, two or three seasons, really. And, you know, all right, Tab's not there, but, you know, it's still Bishop and Chambers are still, you know, are still in the team. So I think it, the, the, the players are there, the players could do it, but it's just how it's set up, Ben. I, think. I, I totally agree. Um, Rude Hullet has just brought out a book called How to Watch Football and he explains the Dutch 4-3-3 system and he explained it so simply about the triangle of the three midfielders either yeah. you have two holding and one forward yeah. or you have one holding and two forward and we've mentioned it before that might just be the one thing one holding midfielder two attack and then all of a sudden that's it goes from a very defensive system to a very Attacking ben, system. Ben, we've said it so often. We've said it so often over the last couple of seasons that okay, Skews and Douglas, certain games away from home, yeah, go with that. Not at home. It just doesn't. It's just not. And Douglas does get forward. He, he does. He does get forward. But I don't even necessarily think it's the personnel so much, Dave, as what they're instructed is, to do. I think it is to a degree, Ben. To what degree? Well, to a degree that. You know, I just don't think you can play them because let's face it, they are predominantly two holding mid, two holding midfield players. I mean, I'd rather see um, Hyam. You know, he's been about lucky. He's injured, and you know, again, this is hypothetical because he's not because he's out reasonably long term. But you know, he he's one for sort. Of, you know, he's fit enough to to you know break from box to box. You know, because people were saying, oh, we can't play Skews and Hyam together. Well, to me, that's probably at home is a better bet than Skews and Douglas. But you know what I mean, Dave? Could you not? Yeah. Could you not say to Douglas? Um, you, you don't have to be back behind the ball all the time. Do you know what I mean? Get, yeah. Get forward. You know, yeah. get forward. If uh, That's, that's again, what I again, mean I by think, the change of And attitude. I banged on about this. Do we show these teams when we're at Portman Road too much respect? All right, it's Brighton and Huddersfield are both, obviously, oh, Brighton, you know, Huddersfield, Huddersfield are top. But it's the same old story for me, Ben, that even at home, he's reactive rather than proactive. And the same second half, they put the power on. You know, we didn't put... You know, nil-nil, he's fairly comfortable with that. 
Um, they put the power on, we react to that. Well, perhaps at half-time, we should put Bishop on and let them react to it. So explain to me this then, Dave. Explain the, the whole Huddersfield thing then, because they've got much less budget and perhaps... Less of players. How how did they how did they Basically, play? And how good, did they good, do good, it? Good. And, and, and there was nothing in the game particularly, Ben. Yeah, for a spell after they scored, yeah, a fair bit of possession around the box and stuff. They're solid, they're quite solid at the back. They got this guy Moy in midfield who was very very good. They got a very good winger in Scannell. He's you know, I think you like him, don't you? He's he's, he's been in you know around that around that division for for years. He's strong. He's quite direct. I think we played him quite well yesterday. But um, Wells very mobile. Didn't, didn't score yesterday, obviously, but very mobile up front. Um, good, hard-working, athletic, I'd call them. And Dave, good, hard-working, athletic sort of side. You've explained to me um, that the away manager with less fans, probably less budget, less good players, was the one that went for it at half-time. Yeah, I, I, I think you're doing them a disservice there saying less good players, but yeah, perhaps maybe, I don't know how much they spent, less budget, but yeah, I, I, I think you're right, I, I am right, yeah, that they were they were the ones that sort of, clearly it wasn't working first half, it was just fairly dire first half, sort of drudge football really, um, that he did he did something about it. Um, Adam Flat, we need to just big him up, he, he re-sent us a tweet that he sent back last season about um Wagner. about Wagner. So if you go yeah. on our Twitter, um it's a like a screenshot of some quotes. Um his approach is a winning one. He is a head coach that sets teams up on the front foot to win matches. He is up yeah. for the challenge of making Huddersfield Town a success on the pitch in the championship. He also understands and believes in the club's plan of producing and developing its own players. This was a major part of his job in charge of Borussia Dortmund. He knows what it takes to prepare young footballers for the rigors of senior football Perhaps most importantly, he has trust in young players, which is attractive to us. And most people would say he's performing better than a lot of the a lot of the managers he's up against. He's obviously yeah. very good. I mean, he's, he was obviously Jurgen Klopp's Jurgen Klopp's assistant at, at Dortmund, and he's yeah, he's, he's obviously very good tactically, astute, isn't he? And um, I'd say uh, that's what I, that's what struck me about Huddersfield: very athletic side, you know, quite. Quite big mid, you know the guy. Not to keep banging on about the guy midfield, but right through the side, I thought they were. Um, yeah, they just they look well. He's got these training methods where he's got them training at all hours, sort of strange hours of the day, hasn't he? I think they're in in the morning, they're back for like four in the afternoon. Well, certainly was whether he carries that on through the season. I don't know. That was their pre-season method methodology, I think. But uh, methodology, even but um, <laughs> mythology, <laughs> mythology, myth, yeah, mythology, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I, and I can see them sort of. Staying, staying in and around the uh, maybe not top, but certainly well, in and did, around the top six easily. Well, Burnley, Burnley did it, didn't they? That first time with um, Ings and Vokes, they just stayed there all season, didn't they? Yeah, you know it does. Yeah. It does happen with these teams. You yeah, know, that Kachunga, that Kachunga looks a fly. I know he's a top scorer, but again, they haven't really scored that many more goals. Well, they have, well, everyone has, but they haven't set in a lot of scoring charts a lot. I think did I see they scored fourteen or something like that? Not, not particularly. Not particularly brilliant in that in that field, but yeah, they look a good all round, well organized. Yeah, here's the thing: well, German efficiency, well organized side. Beautiful. Um, so they stay... no no, what? no square pegs. Let's say there you go. Right. Um, but we 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 we're going on a bit too long on this. But as you say, no square pegs. Athletic players all all working hard. It's quite that's quite easy to do, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and apparently, um, the owner was in. Attendance yesterday, but what oh, what know? for all the booing? <laughs> I, thought, I guess he was. I don't yeah. know. He was um, 
You there? Dave, we're running long, so should we get to the roundup? Yeah. So Huddersfield stay top. Um, in second place, Norwich win again after their disappointing oh, game against Newcastle. What a goal. What a goal by Brady. Um, let's move quickly. Um, <laughs> Newcastle get the win what? away at Rotherham. And an even better goal by that Christian Atsu. Did you see that one? Um I'll oh, no. give away now. I haven't seen any of the goals. What a goal. Brady, Brady was a worldly. Atsu. Atsu is similar to... How can we compare that one? Uh, Mares, Leicester against Chelsea last season. That sort of goal cut in from the right, left foot, far corner. Spank. Brilliant. Yes. Um, yeah. What was that when Bobby Charlton scored at Anfield? Was it like that? Uh, Where it just keeps rising and goes in like... Yeah, sort of, yeah, Charlton's was ridiculous. That was right foot, wasn't it? Yeah, what I liked about the Charlton guy, I remember that one at Anfield, it's a classic shot where when he hits it, both feet are off the ground. Oh, 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 the love classic, it. The classic um, footballer makes a good shot. I thought, great win from great winner from Brighton at Sheffield Wednesday. Well, wasn't it? What, what are Wednesday up to? Are they going to... Are they? They, they, they're going to be in the top six, aren't they? I think they will. I mean, at the moment, they're ninth, so they're about, aren't they, ninth on 17 points. They had that really odd sort of start, didn't they? They sort of did win for about four or five games, did they? Um, I think they'll be they'll be there. Um, Sam Baldock got his first year knockout, scored a game for them. I think he's got five now this season. Um, Bristol beat Forest 2-1, so they're up in the playoff spots, aren't they? They're fifth, 20 points, and Tammy Abraham scored his 11th of the season. So they're not; they can't be far off two points per game, then Bristol, can they? As if we played uh, eleven, uh, yeah. 20, yeah, twenty points, so eleven, yeah, then yeah, a couple of um, Birmingham win one nil. That's a manager <laughs> doing a good job, isn't it's it? It's a good goal, another good goal there. That Stephen Gleeson, yeah, very good goal. They're yeah. just, I think they're just edging Bristol City on. I oh know, just Bristol City just edging them on goal difference. They both got twenty points. Got it. Um, Brentford nil, Wigan nil, Reading one, Derby one. Leeds to Barnsley one. It Leeds have started moving a little bit now, haven't they? Yeah, they are good. Can I just say good point for Wigan there, first away point of the season. Just a stat: Brentford um, average age of their starting eleven twenty three yesterday. Yeah, oh, goodness, it? and they've been pilfered. I'd love to see a list of the players that they've yeah, had because I heard an interview with Clayton Donaldson the other day on the EFL podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, he used to play for yeah. Brentford. Yeah, on, Andre Gray, obviously. Um, Alan Judge did Alan Judge go in the end to Newcastle, or were sure. they just did they just bid for him and not take him? Surely not. He's, he's still he's still out, isn't he? Surely. And Jonathan Douglas. I mean, how can you survive? Well, you him? know, the, a nugget that, that slipped through. Um, Fulham won Rangers two. Ridiculous game. Fulham missed two penalties, didn't they? <laughs> two missed two penalties. Um, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Connor Washington scored his first goal for Rangers, who was our target. Supposedly on deadline day, he would have been expensive, wouldn't he? I think so. Um, but um, yeah, Alugo drag last kick of the game, all set up for the equaliser. And Sammy Alugo pulls his penalty wide. Crap. Um, Burton to Cardiff nil. Cardiff are rubbish, aren't they? Tell you what. When's Trollope getting uh, sacked? I made a note. Andy Carroll stroke Benjamin Bloom looky likey Jackson Irving put Burton ahead. Good. Has he got good hair? Basically. He's got good hair, and I think he may have a bun. I'm not sure. Oh, the man he's got, bun. He's got a year. I think so. Lovely. And, um, and that Lucas Atkins scored as well. That was his fifth. Uh, no, but yeah, he scored. That was Irving's fifth of the season. How many more <laughs> goals have Burton scored than Ipswich? Loads more. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't made note of that. But they're, they're 15th and they're above us on goal difference. They're placed above. They've done quite well, haven't they? Preston 2, Villa 0. Villa are crap, Dave. 
Villarreal for awful, weren't they? Well, and again, you mentioned earlier, you think, oh yeah, we could have, that wasn't a bad game, nil-nil, we could have beaten Villa and you know, hit the post and those serious free kicks and then you see them, well, I don't think they've barely won since, obviously conceded at Barnsley late on and then um, against Barnsley late on and then losing at Preston yesterday, maybe that point. You know, you know, Steve Evans is in the he's in the bar limbering up. You doing know, so. he'll start doing some media soon, won't he? Getting his he's name waiting out to, there, waiting to step in. Just at Villa. waiting to step in somewhere, isn't he? I mean, that was a good stat. I think that was on the BBC site. In fact, England have had three managers since Villa last won away. <laughs> oh, you are terrible. <laughs> um, McCormack, you said it's going against him. Ross McCormack missed the penalty. I mean, that's unheard of, isn't it? Yeah, that is strange. They they can even rot the the classic championship striker. Um, Dave, we're going to go to the CV game. I didn't realise Rob Earnshaw was so popular amongst um, Ipswich Town fans. Apparently so. Apparently so. Right, let me read out about ten tweets. Here we go. MJ Miller, boys usually get it in four or five. I kid you not, got it in two. Bought him all the time for town on Premier Manager 99 on PS1. Matt Clayton, um, stand up everybody. Ari Robbie Earnshaw, hole in one chaps, hole in one, hashtag first time ever. Howard Smith, I got a hole in one, was a pure guess. I always just say anyone from that club to start with, happened to be him, hashtag pump. Um, Alex Smith, who apparently is Howard Smith's brother, if I've got that right, um, got Bobby Earns in two. Just remember him being great at Cardiff. Then West Brom signed him. Best thing I've done all week. Glad to be of service, Alex. Brother Grimwood says he got Earnshaw in two. Loving the podcast, chaps. Come on, you blues. Um, uh, podcast royalty guy club got it in one. Um, James Galt. Now, this is important. James is on a hat-trick, Dave. I think he's got two in a row. Two holes in a one in a row. Can I preempt things, then? Can you see a hat-trick looming? No, I've made this one really hard just to oh, piss him no. off. Oh, yeah. Um, holding one for Robert Earnshaw. Did think it also might be Jason Kumas at Cardiff, West Brom, cool. though. Um, ben Dawkins, who's a former hole-in-one Hall of Famer. Um, but I've just scrolled down too low below his tweet. Uh, thought I'd done well getting it in two today, but when I played it at work, they also got into Forest fan. He's put a hashtag, Karik V... Karik v- <laughs> I can't read this hashtag. Karitvit game. Curriculum Vitae. Um, oh, Karitvit, yeah. Um... Adam Williams, guess Robert Earnshaw after one clue this week on the CV game. It paid off. Saw him score a hat-trick for Wales v Scotland. Um, this guy's name is Williams, though, so he may be Welsh. Um, yeah, quite possibly. Uh, at running Tucker, um, the alien in two at the CV game. Um, at running Tucker. Uh, you know David Bowie had a son called Loving the Alien, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, so I think... This week, we are loving the alien. Right, Dave, Beans were on Skype, and Beans, everyone got a hole in bloody one last week. I'm going to go straight through the eight, and you're just going to have to be honest, yeah? Okay. So it's an eight-clubber again. There was some debate on Twitter as to whether I should say how many clubs, but I'm going to tell you, there's eight clubs. There's lots of them. So, so you're, you're just going gonna... through, trying to get the ten ready. Yeah, I'll say them slowly enough to write down but Dave we're going to go straight through um, maybe just maybe just shout bingo or something if you think you've got it but don't say the name so everybody the rules of this I'm going to read out the clubs of a professional football player who should be known to everybody I won't pick someone from the Plymouth Icelandic third division that wouldn't be fair even to stitch up James who's on a hat trick um, this person had eight clubs so I'm going to read them very very slowly are you ready Dave? Millwall, 
second club, Liverpool. Yep. Dave's got it. Third club, Wimbledon. Yep. We, we know you've got Go it, <laughs> Fourth club. Well, I might not. Go on. Man City. Yes. Fifth club, Wolves. Sixth club, Crystal Palace. Seventh club, Cardiff. Eighth club, Ipswich Town. I'm going to go through them quickly again. I think Dave got it after two, actually. Very good. I I Um, did. So here we go. It was Millwall, Liverpool, Wimbledon, Man City, Wolves, Palace, 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 Cardiff, Ipswich. Hopefully James Golk went for Teddy Sheringham or Tony Cascarino. (laughs) Tony Cascarino started chilling him. Teddy Sheringham started Millwall, didn't he? Yes. Who was it, Dave? Mark Kennedy. Mark Kennedy. Now, does he still work for um, Ipswich? I, I, I think he may have been shunted out some sideways. Or, Should um, we yeah. blame Roy Keane, even if he wasn't? Because he was the... he was running the he was running the twenty ones or whatever without too much success. But that, in, in, in fairness to Mark Kennedy, that might have been just the format of the whole competition. But what a what a great career because that I mean you know Millwall in the nineties. Liverpool in the Spice Boys, Wimbledon just before they went bust, Man City under Joe Royal when they were bloody brilliant um, and pipped us to promotion. Then Wolves under Dave Jones, I think that's a promotion. Palace, Cardiff must have been under Dave Jones. And again, and then the ultimate privilege of playing for Ipswich Town. And uh, Keane got him in? Or Jewel? No clue. No clue whatsoever. But um, yeah, let us know. um, Any holes in one on that one will be greatly, um, greatly. Yeah, that, that would be, a t- if, if there's a hole in one on that one, because Liverpool, goodness me. No, it was Millwall oh, no, first. Sorry, no, yeah. sorry, Millwall. Oh, no, yeah, Millwall. But some oh. people might think oh, I was going to go for an Ipswich player. So. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, go. cool. Millwall to Liverpool. Yeah, of course. Um, Dave, um, I put up the stat signal into the air. I heard the purring engines of the Statmobile and the <laughs> renegade Statman has been in touch. Um, he is our statistical guru. You can follow him at Chomp3. I really should look up his Twitter name every week. I kind of guess it. Just he's type a- in Renegade Statman into Twitter. He's our favourite Ipswich Town stat follow. Obviously, we love all the other ones as well. We don't discriminate here, but, you know, he's just our friend and he sends us lovely stats. Do you want to hear Statman's stat of the week, Dave? Hit me with it. Hit me with your Renegade stat. Two fat persons, prat, prat. Start. I don't know what I'm doing. It's pathetic, isn't it? You do, um, do you cover that one, Ben, at all? Do you ever do um, that? It's actually much harder than it sounds because the guys in the Blockheads were um, very, very good, good weren't they? musicians. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, never. Uh, I think I think I had to do it in a, a horrible bandioki once, but don't even ask what that is. Um, right, right, Statman says Ipswich have played 1,048 minutes of league football this season, and they've only been leading in a game for 162 of those minutes. In fact, only three games have we been in the lead. But when you look at the times we've been in the league, we went on to win the game. Barnsley, Preston and Derby. So maybe that's it. Try to win the games. (laughs) Get your nose in front and then play out the remaining minutes, nullifying the opposition. Sorry, Dave? Maybe try to score first, yeah. It's it's an interesting concept. On another topic, I don't know about you lads, but when it's in the 89th minute, I start guessing the number of minutes to be added on. Three is a fairly safe bet, in my opinion. But in the league so far, we've not had a three. 
a six, a seven, and two eights stick out. Well done, Statman. He's been counting, uh, counting stuff his time. He says, I've changed my Facebook relationship status with Mick McCarthy to It's Complicated. Love to all, he says. That's <laughs> Renegade Statman, everybody, suggesting that um, if we take the lead, we will win. So keep the faith, yes? Genius. Just quickly, Ben, I thought I'd mention today we played that under-23 cup, the first under-23 cup game against Liverpool at we did. Road with the much-heralded return of Johnny Williams. Who's heralding it, Dave? Just you? Well, I think, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, T, certainly TWTD, the fans for TWTD were, um, the site was heralding Johnny Williams' return. And I think, read into this what you will, I'd hope that he was just earmarked to play the first 45 minutes. But reading and the not report, get injured. Well, reading the report on the forum, it did say that uh, Johnny Williams played the first 45 minutes, um, didn't come out. Well, no, played the first five minutes, but did get did get some rough treatment from um, the Liverpool defenders. He couldn't defenders. come out for the second half, Dave, because he was too knackered running around in that suit of armour. <laughs> <laughs> that was like chain mail to stop him getting injured. Um, so, and we lost 3-0, a hat-trick by Danny Ings. There's uh, a name. Dave, when we go to the preview bit, Tell me when you think Williams is going to feature. But um, let me just do this extrapolation. Ipswich are in 16th, Dave. That's depressing, isn't it? Yeah. Although I predicted 6th, you predicted 10th. If you add our predictions together, we're actually correct. Oh, we're genius. We we? are genii. Um, 13 points from 11 games, which is 1.18 per game, which projects at 54, which would be a regression of 15 points from last season. We are seven points below the playoff line and five above the relegation line. No goals in four, two goals in six. I've given up on the goal scorer stats. It's just basically Ward, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, we'll do the previews, obviously, next week, but these two games coming up are a potential watershed, I would say. What What do you mean? Well, I don't think he'd have two worst games, could he? Barely. You know, well, Explain. Okay, so he's had... Brighton and Huddersfield at home. Difficult games. Um, difficult games. And he's now got, which perceived are Blackburn oh, away. Oh, well, as in he's expected to win now. Yeah. Right, Black, okay. Well, Blackburn away and, perhaps more importantly, where we never win. And Burton at home on the following Tuesday evening. Oh, I take your point. So people are now, you know, will be a bit more forgiving against Brighton and Huddersfield, whereas against... If the daggers are out now... If we get beat at Blackburn, where, like I say, we never do well, that wouldn't be beyond the realms. Christ, what's that match against Burton going to be like? Well, do you want to? Well, maybe you can do it next week. I know we'll do it next week. what the but, score but is. You can predict one, the um, one, predict one, the, the attendance. Hell? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Guess the attendance. That might be a. Uh, that might be. Oh, uh, we do that on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be good. Um, okay, so there is. Let me get this right. We're. Um, the pod's coming out on October the 3rd. There's no game on October the 8th. And then the next game is away at Blackburn on the 15th, yeah? Yes. So we'll do all that business next time. But is is this one of those cases, Dave, where you say the break has come at a good time? <laughs> I think it possibly has, yeah. And they yeah. can all practice, saying, practice their shooting. What I read, what I did read today also that Fingers crossed, he's not injured. That in the break, he's hoping to arrange a sort of under twenty-one game for Williams to play again. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, is this a bit like Gus Hiddink when he was South Korea manager? He just invented his own fixture list to practice. Going to have our, our own Johnny Williams fixture list. 
So you did, but do you think he's holding quite a lot of hope? That's his trump card. Well, do you, do you not think that signing Johnny Williams um, and injured Johnny Williams was a bit of an appeasement to the fans? Mm, perhaps, yeah. Uh, ben, I don't know. He's a fit. You know, Christ, wouldn't we all love to see? Because, you know, Johnny Williams, Johnny Williams is fit. Johnny Williams starts in the team, plays in that little position, you know, in that little hole position. Christ, it's going to make the football better. Every time he lands on the ball, it's going to make you've the football You've got to get the ball to him, though, Dave. Well, okay. good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to get the ball we to him. We shall see. We shall see. Um, we've tried to be positive. We've tried to be um, we've done quite well. We'll be positive, realistic, then. as usual. It's supposed to be fun football, isn't it? Yeah. Let's not get too cross with it. Um, we hope you all had fun playing FanDuel. Do go and sign up using the promo code Blue Monday. Um, you can follow our lovely show on Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC. You can follow me on Twitter at Benjamin Bloom. You can follow Dave at David Diamond Three. At David Diamond Three. We're on Facebook. Um, uh, Blue Monday dot. Oh God, facebook.com slash blue Monday. I always give up before the end of the pod, don't I? You've had a long, you've had a long couple of days, haven't you? Oh, dude, don't. I've had four hours sleep. I was in York at midnight and then Rickmansworth working at 9am. You you do the maths involving the travel and um, sleep pattern there, but no one cares about that, dude. Life on the road. Yeah, that name of the David Brent from Life on the Road. Um, what am I doing? I'm about to plug the iTunes. Obviously, subscribe to the podcast. If you got this far in, then you are our friend and you could go and give us a five-star review um, and write a nice comment or something. That would be great. Um, extracurricular stuff. Um, I will be performing. I'll be doing my day job um, at the Braintree Arts Theatre next Saturday, performing my show, Benjamin Bloom's Last Man on Earth. And I've just realised there's no Ipswich Town game, so... Come and point fun at me. Give me a tweet and I'll hit you up with that. And I'll also be at the Apex in Bury on Saturday the 15th um, performing with TV's Shane Ritchie. And I think that's selling quite well. It's pretty expensive, so you might need need me to do your solid if you want to get in on that one, but keep that one quiet. Um, Dave, is there anything else? Oh, no, thank you. George, who's winning the golf? Oh, my God. Oh, no, you I don't think you could hear me. Oh, Sorry. good. This is a golf-free zone, Dave. <laughs> don't tell me our listeners aren't, aren't hanging on the Ryder Cup course they are, Ben. Oh, Put it yeah. out there. Oh, I don't care. Who's winning, George? Not us. Uh, not us, apparently. No, no one's winning because we're talking about golf. <laughs> <laughs> it's deteriorated uh, into fast, Dave. Shall I pick uh, you in the- and time the listeners, farewell. We have indeed. Right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there, offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants.
And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.